0: Oh.
1: I can hear you. Can you hear me or no. Yep.
0: Yep. You. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> so so welcome to the Writers Room podcast. The one stop shop for everything I'm professional about writing. Also, yes, that's the tagline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So I was thinking like every week or so, um what's today? So Today's Sunday, so I think every week or so, on like every Sunday, we just have recording sessions. Let's Just being unprofessional because, you know, we're kids and such. So... (laughs) So let's just start off with the basics. Characters. How do you make the worst character possible?
1: (laughs) Uh, The thing is, I do not make a character the worst character. I make bad characters and good characters, but... Storyline to them, they all think that they're doing something good in their own way, but there might be something that corrupts them or makes them do bad things or have bad intentions. But they always try to do their best. So it really depends on from who you're view- viewing or reading from. That is a bad character or like the worst character ever, or whatever. Okay,
0: but- so. What I'm getting from this is to do the exact opposite, where they're a bad person, but they try to get uncorrupted, but they fail, and then it ends up with like some really stupid hijinks, and they turn into like Kevin from The Office.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know with of stories. Uh, with mine, for my example, my story line, I have two people who want to end the world, the entirety of the universe, because. Uh, people don't have free will. They think Damn. they have, but they, don't, but they don't really. And it gives them... It makes it difficult for them to, to take their own steps and move forward because everything is not even set in motion for them before they can even decide. And so the two, protagonist, uh, two antagonists, two bad characters, want to stop them on. And in order to do that, you need to destroy the universe. And... They have good intentions, but it's in a bad way, and they get corrupted in a way. So they kill people. They uh, split the universe in parts. They do. Uh, they break universe itself, time and space. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything gets shifted. But they have good intentions. But because like one of them was locked up and locked up for like four billion years, she couldn't. Uh, she got caught up because she couldn't- she was sucking thoughts and she was- became angry and bad and it took her over and so she just decides, well, fuck it all, I'm just gonna kill everyone here and we start the universe and give everyone free will.
0: Okay, so what I'm getting from this is, like, Hunger Games District 3 where everything is, like, a mix of District 13, so, like, District 13, The Matrix, and a bit of Thanos, because, like, you know, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you know, but it also starts because she already tried on before, but if she failed, and so people locked her up, and then she tries on again because her brother breaks her free and all that. It's really a complex story, and the thing is, I don't, I'm actually spoiling the stories on any, but uh, normally I only reveal them at the end because this entire build up is not it's about the protagonist who uh, lose their home worlds, and they learn how to use magic and how to handle other civilizations, and talk with them, and fix everything. And Ooh. they know that they know that these two put, uh, bad characters, or two villains, need to be slayed or stopped or whatever, but they don't know how they became bad in the first place. They don't understand their intentions, but they don't know how they became bad in the first place why are they doing that one if they've tried any other options and all that because it's interesting because normally it gets like explaining the beginning like okay this bad film did the bad thing or did what well, became bad because of this but i take that one element away and place them on at the end so people are still wondering like okay they're bad mm-hmm. good but why i need answers and it brings the tension over, and that really helps because I don't reveal everything at once. I really developed develop, give like certain side stories, side tracking descriptions, and it seems like it's yeah, it's really it gives extra, it gives extra tension, and it makes people want to read more because you you want to know why people are doing things and by not giving the reason why, people are want, people want to read more and people want to know why. And that's how I approach like 90% of all my books.
0: Oh god, it's so complicated. Oh god.
1: I know, I know, I know. It's, I'm, I'm, dancing, I'm I'm basically explaining how everything works in the course of 24 books in two minutes. If you read the story and you read how it's developed, you will get answered, but you will be stuck with questions, and with questions that are important, and then you will read through chapters and realize, oh wait, they said that one. Oh, that's important. And then you realize, and then at certain moments, you just get hit with information, and then you go like, oh, that. Okay, oh. And that's what I want to do.
0: Ooh. Man, that is really interesting.
1: Yeah. And then there's
0: me, with, like, I'm definitely not that complicated. With mine, though, it's not one genre, it's, like, a mix of every genre. Yeah, same. But yeah, I do have, like, core values for the characters, like, it's either the antagonist can be whatever, as long as there's, like, you know, as long as they're not sort of evil and trying to kill people and such. Like, if they're over here, like, killing people for no reason, then no, I want them to have a value on why they're killing people. I don't want them to be, like, just a serial killer killing people for, like, no reason. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really depends. I'm just, the reason why I'm writing these books is because I've had the idea of this entire world, the universe, construct, magic, everything, since I was 11, 12 years old. So give, give or take three, or f- three to five years that I've been thinking about doing this one. I've worked the details out of certain characters, certain storylines in my head already before even writing it down. So I have these pieces that I have to pick from everywhere, like there's a chat- story about this character here, and a spe- special story here and here, but I need to tie them up and I need to start from somewhere. So I need to start from the semi-beginning Beginning for the protagonist and then develop it further, and that's yeah.
0: Mm. Also, how in the Lord's name do you have over 40 main characters? How would you manage that?
1: Okay, so if I can explain quickly, um, the main series, main books, uh, talks about two main protagonists, uh, Libby, also known as Enix Agae, or uh, and uh, tell 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 Mary Easti, who is also known as Callitnepis, two hybrids. I would say two girls who are half human, half alien, who lose their home worlds in one way or another, and find that they can use they can use magic, but as opposed to other people who can only really use like one type of magic, they have can use like 24 different types and not train that way and use someone... And people say like, yeah, it's because there's so complexity, it's like this and this, but no one really knows why it is. And they are apparently like predestined to fight with Naastra and Agir because they tried to kill them before in the previous life, but it didn't work as well. It's really complicated. And But what happens is once that they lose their home we'll say get knocked out. In some way, they land through a portal or get taken in by uh, two groups. Inks and Lilic takes- taken in by the Guardians, and Kali... Carry- and, uh Telk gets taken in by uh, the Protectors. Two... and there are also two groups that uh, are basically like every Guardian specializes in a certain elements. Like they can bend like waterbender or firebender, they can create fires, manipulate fires, with always one more elements. Avatar,
0: basically and, Avatar.
1: <laughs> yes, but, but more complex, because you also have gravity, magnetism, darkness, light, electricity, all these thing, things separate. Uh, then for protectors, it's the same thing with, with summons, like if someone can summon fire creatures or ice creatures or gravity creatures and all these things, God. and they can and, and they, it's like Bayonetta style as well, so they can like someone parts of their creatures to attack people. They can also like partially transform into that one, so they get like phoenix feathers, and they can like if they hit people, they burn and stuff. It's all very interesting. But the reason why there are forty-three characters is because the guardians there are about twelve, I think twelve, or wait, ten to twelve guardians and ten to twelve uh, protectors. Uh, Protectors, yes, protectors. So that's already 20 characters. Then you also have like the two uh, protagonists, that's 22. Then you have uh, the two antagonists. Then you have uh, the fusion between the two protagonists because it can kind of fuse like it's in the universe, but more weird and complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have certain side characters, like his best friend who turns out to be working on the evil side and portrays her, someone. Uh, you have certain deities like the uh, Mother Nature that's in there.
0: Okay. Oh um, my God! I love how this spiraled into you just like just telling me the whole story. Like you want I'm to not, the, read I'm it, not t- So
1: yeah, I know, I know. I'm just telling you about the characters. I'm not telling, I'm not telling you about Wait, how, how they meet. Oh
0: God, that is like you have so many characters. It's kind of like, mm, damn, that is interesting.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Re- you have to realize in, in the beginning. Like you only talk, I only talk about maybe five or six characters max. But after that one, it builds up because the guardians and protectors are kind of cursed because, they got, like, they got a curse or they're stuck in a statue form of their own element or summons. So it's like, uh, for example, my the earth guardian, she's stuck in a post. She can't move. She's like turned to stone or like turned to an earth statue, uh, and And all that. And Enix and Kali have to break them free by getting like extra pieces for them so they can break loose. All while also reclaiming certain power sources that keep the universe intact, placing it in. It's really a lot of things. But it talks about these things quite a lot. And like you unlock, to say, you unlock like two or three guardians or protectors per book. So it's quite a lot, but like the f- first few names, like if you remember like the Yagharat Amir, Kraya Baadkrev Sidiqev, they get mentioned, but later on, it's like very later on, and yeah, it develops. So you, you gra- it's like playing a video game; you gradually unlock more characters to play and to talk to and all of that. Ooh, that's how it works.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's me with, like, two to four characters max. So the most notable characters I've had were actually me and my siblings to an extent. So, in one of my favorite stories, so we were basically out to like just get them out of the spirit realm so they're physical now. Mm -hmm. And at the end, I pulled a curveball and I introduced the last character, or the element of water, because yeah, and man, (laughs) I somehow pulled it off. I didn't give him any character (laughs) development, though, because one, he's a terrible person, and two, I didn't feel like it.
1: Yeah, but you have to think that even though someone is terrible, you have to give some kind of character development, because otherwise, it just looks like you didn't spend enough time working it. Yeah, it's just gonna pan to... out.
0: Oof.
1: Yeah. You don't have to put much character development into your bad characters, but some of it helps, because otherwise they're just a flat character, then it's like one-sided. And if you create like a different, like, it's a bit more complex, it's not just black and white, it's also grey areas. It gives more variety, and it makes more... Uh, how do I say this? More more like people can understand how oh, characters stay tied. There's not always a good side and bad side. People are on their own and they can choose whatever they want or be their own. It's not like you have to choose this or this. You have many more options.
0: Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting for this on how to write a professional character is to give them enough character development, give them a few defining traits so you know who they are. Make sure Mm -hmm. that they're related to a certain character. You know, if they're, like, the main character's sister or such, and they're coming into the story, like, make sure that's, you know, make sure that's highlighted and you know who they are. Mm -hmm. And if they tie into the story, then make them tie into the story. Like, don't make them into a, like, random cameo unless you want to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, do not use this one for every character, because there are going to be some characters that are just, like, background characters. They were just only like, the protagonists of certain people were only talked to for like, two minutes max. You don't need to give more character development to that person like, oh, they once served in the Great War of 1893 and they fought to get a baby. You don't need to do that one if you just have two sentences. It's it's mostly for the characters that you know are really important to the story. Which is also really important. But you kind of have to like go like someone is someone important, or are they not, or are there something in between, and de- depending on that one, you decide to give them more character, uh, like character development, more traits or less, and that's what you have to do because all people they either like this or this, and you shouldn't do that one. You should choose between. You should be able to. It's like a spectrum. You can't just choose two, choose two ends. You can have also have to choose characters are somewhere in the middle as well, or a bit to the left, or a bit to the right. All those things.
0: Or it's basically like a rainbow. So you choose, like, you can't just choose one color. You usually choose two or more or a blend. So it's not yeah. like one sided. You have to, like, make them unique. Unless they're a background character, then yeah. They're obviously just that role. But we have to do for main yeah. characters. You gotta make them have character development. If they're human or just anything, you have to make sure they have like physical traits so you can envision them in your mind. So it's more yeah. immersion. Yeah. You gotta make sure that they serve a decent purpose.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also have to make sure that when you describe them, there is a unique thing to them, them themselves. They can't have like a bland personality. They need to have something that's unique to themselves, which for me is no problem because 99% of all my characters are aliens. So I can describe them in unique ways because they are from different civilizations. One of them looks like a fish. One of them looks like a butterfly. One of them can transform into a wolf. One of them is like gigantic tall and wears all types of and clothing and very light clothing. I can describe all these things, and it's not just about physical features as well, but it's, for me, it's easy physical-wise, like, because they are all different aliens, so they all look completely different. But like also character-wise, because certain characters will all uh, be, tend to be more angry or more hot-headed. Others tend to be more like, calm and reserved. Others might have system and just fuck our feelings, and do what I want. Some of them are like, I don't have any feelings, I don't feel anything. Some of them are like, I only have feelings, nothing else. So it's, you also have to make sure that you can write a bit of both. You don't go too far with like, describing them physically and emotionally or mentally. But you just have to like pick a bit. You have to describe them something unique in their own way. You can't just go like, and they all wear black hair and they all wear glasses, and they all, wear, they all have blue eyes, and they all wear the same type of clothing. So
0: basically make because sure there's be... a delicate balance between emotional development, physical characteristics, and just make sure there's a decent balance so it's not out of all whack. That's what I'm getting anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's basically it, yeah.
0: So I was thinking we end just, it here. You know, if you don't mind, yeah. since, you know we don't want it to be like thirty minutes. Plus, my phone's gonna die. So
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. It's fine. If I can join next time, maybe you should try to do it earlier because right now it's uh eleven p.m. and that's quite late. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, it's fine. Just me next time, maybe an hour earlier or like something, but we'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah.
0: That's the writer's room. And yeah. See you next time.
1: Right. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.